0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for September 14th, 2021. We live by the word of God on a daily basis. I don't know about you, but Jesus said in Matthew 4 and 4 that, man, that we don't live by bread only. Like, I, I thank God for food. I actually like food. I'm a foodie. I, and my our oldest son is a chef, and I love to cook. I love to eat, right? But we don't live by bread only. We live by every word, that proceeds from out of the mouth of God. Job said that I crave for the word of God more than my necessary food. So sometimes we put down the plate. Sometimes we fast. Sometimes why? Because we're craving more and more of God. And in this series, we're dealing with the fact that God is faithful, that he is faithful towards us, that you serve a God. I serve a God who is more committed to us than we're committed to us. God loves you with an unconditional love. He made plans for you from the foundations of the world. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. Nobody else has your assignment. Nobody else has your divine imprint. I mean, God sent you. You are unique. You are called. You are assigned. You are God's child. You are God's beloved. And so when you you look in the mirror and you believe it and you believe what God believes about you and you launch out to try to attempt by faith the things that God is leading you to do that you could never do without him. At that point, Your confidence is in him. At that point, you have to believe that the only way is going to get done is father is if you show up, you are faithful. (music) faithful towards us. All right. So that said, I was led to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 this morning. And uh, we're going to look at this, uh, not the whole chapter, but a good portion of it from the Passion Bible, the Passion Translation. And uh, I'm actually going to be teaching on this for a while. And so the title of today's message is, We Can Withstand and Overcome anything. And then there's going to be a part two, part three, part four, like, like that. So we can withstand and overcome anything. This is going to be part of the God is faithful series. Second Corinthians chapter four, I'm going to read for you verse one, verses seven through 13, and then verses 16 through 18. Today, I'm only going to deal with verse one, but in this series, we're going to deal with every one of these verses and we're going to break them down. So open up your heart to hear what God is saying, beginning at verse one. This is what the apostle Paul said. Now, it's because of God's mercy that we have been entrusted with the privilege of this new covenant ministry, and we will not quit or faint with weariness. I'm going to break that down today. All right, but verse 7, I'm not dealing with this yet, but we will deal with it in this series. Beginning at verse 7, we are like common clay jars that carry the glorious treasure within so that this immeasurable power will be seen as God's and not ours. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. At times, we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we are not knocked out. We continually share. In the death of Jesus in our own bodies. Why? So that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our own humanity. We consider living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus could be revealed through our humanity. So then, death is at work in us, but it releases life in you. We have the same spirit of faith as it was described in the scriptures when it says, first, I believe, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, and then we speak in faith, beginning at verse 16. So no wonder we don't give up. (laughs) Even though our outward person is gradually wearing out, we have an inner person that is renewed every single day. We view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. We see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal weight of glory that is far beyond all comparison because we don't focus our attention on what is seen. We focus our attention on the unseen for what is seen is temporary. What is unseen is in the eternal realm. Oh my God, we're going to deal with all of that in this series. It's going to take a while. It's going to be good and I'm excited. All right, so for today, what does this mean for you today? Today, really, I'm teaching on the fact I already told you, the title, right? We can withstand and overcome anything. But I'm dealing with this point from verse one, that the new covenant ministry is a privilege. Say it's a privilege. All right. So let's break this down. 2 Corinthians 4:1. Uh, the Bible says once again, now it's because of God's mercy that we have been entrusted with, this, with the privilege of this new covenant ministry, and we will not faint or quit with weariness. All right. So let's break this down little by little. Y'all ready? All right, let's go. So the first thing is, the first line is, says, now it's because of God's mercy. So let me stop there. So grace, you got to understand grace and mercy. Grace is what God gives you uh, when, when you don't deserve something. God, grace is God giving you what you do not deserve, right? But mercy is when you actually did something wrong and you deserve punishment, but God withholds the punishment. So grace is God giving you the good that you do not deserve, and mercy is God withholding the bad that you do deserve, right? And so, so Paul tells us that we have been entrusted with this ministry of the new covenant, and we didn't earn it, and we don't deserve it. And if the, matter of fact, if there's anything that we, do, that we did earn or that we did deserve, is punishment. It's punishment for sin. We messed up if God gave us what we deserve, look at me, look at me. Don't act like you know you, you earned everything. If God only gave you what you deserved, then we would all be men and women most miserable. Thank God that he doesn't give us what he deserved. Matter of fact, if God gave us what we deserved, not only would we be in a bad state, but we wouldn't have any grounds to complain because we would have earned our punishment. So we have to thank God for mercy on a continual basis. Lamentations 3 and twenty. Three says that God's mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. He is faithful to renew his mercies towards us on a daily basis. So every day God gives us grace and mercy. Thank God for that. All right. Then we keep reading. The Bible says we have been entrusted with the privilege of this new covenant ministry. Now, let me do some teaching on the new covenant. So thank God for the new covenant. Under the old covenant, the Holy Spirit lived in a tent, initially a tent, later on a temple, a building, right? So the Holy Spirit lived in a tent or a temple. And so there was an outer court, there was an inner court, and then there was the most holy place or the holy of holies where the Ark of the Covenant was. And the Holy Spirit lived above the bema seat of the Ark of the Covenant. Right, and so, so the Holy Spirit was inside of a tent or inside of the temple, and the only person that was authorized to go see the Holy Spirit, spend time with the Holy Spirit was the High Priest, and even then that was only once a year, so once a year, the High Priest was authorized to go into the presence of the Holy Spirit, and even then he had to go in right because and so so first of all, it, it was only a man, and then it was only one, and then he had to go in right, so if he went in wrong, they put a cable toe around his uh, around his body so if he didn't do everything right <laughs> and he went into the presence of the Holy Ghost and he didn't do everything right boom he would fall dead but now he's behind the veil and he's dead and they could he had a bunch of bells on him so just in case if he died the people outside the other priests could hear the bells boom oh snap he fell then they would take the cable toe and pull him out because they couldn't go get him because if they go in there they're gonna die too right so that's the Old Covenant I don't know why people get fixated on the old covenant. I don't know if you've, have you ever read the Bible? That's the old covenant that, that like, I don't know why people want to embrace and hold on to, to that. That's not, that's not a picture of God's best, right? A picture of God's best was Adam before the fall. Adam walked with God. God walked with him. Adam was filled with the Holy Ghost. Adam was so spirit conscious that he was not carnal conscious that he, it didn't even register to him that he was naked until he sinned, until the Holy Spirit was removed. And so, so, so when Jesus came, he came to redeem us, not back to Abraham, the father of faith, not back to Moses, the Ten Commandments. No, Jesus came to redeem us all the way back to Adam. Under the old covenant, people like under that system, then they had rules and, and, and they were focused on rules and they were like, oh man, and they had to go to a priest. And and they had to go to the priest and the priest was the intercessor between God and man. And so they went to the priest and they brought their petitions to the priest and the priest would take their petitions to God and the priest would hear from God and the priest and they would stand there and be like, what did God say? And then the priest would have to tell them what God said. That's old covenant. That's old Testament. And so, so no, they didn't have fellowship with God. They were just living their lives, trying to obey a bunch of rules. And, and, And so then let me add to this. Because of Adam, sin and death, Satan's dynamic duo were introduced into the world. Because of Adam, sin and death were introduced into the world. So because of Jesus though, for sin, God has given us righteousness. Say, I am righteous. I am righteous now. Why? Because I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm righteous in God, in Christ. Second Corinthians 5 and 21 says, God made him Jesus to be sin, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. I've been declared righteous. I am righteous right now, not because of what I do. I am righteous right now, not because of what I failed to do. I'm only righteous right now because of what Jesus did. So for sin, God has given me righteousness. Now let's talk about death. So so for death, Jesus took the sting out of death, he robbed the grave of its victory. And so now Now I'm born again, and once I'm born again, I am dead in Christ, and I've done all the dying I'm going to do. So now, when I die, for me, it's just moving day. When I, when this body stops breathing, and this body falls to the ground, my spirit is still going to be alive and I'm still going to be alive. So, so where am I? What's going to happen for me is just moving day. I get to move from earth to glory, from time to eternity, from mortal to immortality. So I've done all the dying I'm going to do. That's new covenant. That's new Testament. That's because of Jesus. So Jesus came to get us out of everything Adam got us into. So for me, sin is no, no longer an issue. I'm righteous in Jesus. For me, death is no longer an issue. I don't have I don't have to be afraid of of dying. People say, "Oh, I'm afraid of flying." No, you're afraid of dying. No, I don't have to be afraid of dying. Jesus took the sting out of death. Under the new covenant, I have been entrusted with the Holy Spirit. Under the new covenant, I have been entrusted. God says that this is a privilege. I've been entrusted with the Holy Spirit. Now, what do I do? I've been entrusted with the privilege of preaching preaching Christ and Him crucified. I've been entrusted with a divine. Assignment. This is a privilege. I'm not living saying, hey, what did God say? I I don't have to go to a priest. I don't have to go to an intercessor. I have a direct access to the Father. I can go to the Father in the name of Jesus. Jesus is my only high priest. Jesus is my only advocate with the Father. I'm not living by a bunch of rules. I'm being led by the Holy Ghost like Adam was before the fall. I I don't have to go visit the Holy Spirit. No, no, I have the Holy Spirit on the inside of me 24-7 and 365. And so, so this is a privilege. This is an honor. And I get up every morning knowing that my calling is calling me. So yes, this is, listen, this is why I can't quit, which leads me to the last part of this verse. I'm only dealing with one verse today. Then the Bible says, and we will not quit or faint with weariness. See, when you acknowledge the grace that God has extended towards you, the mercy that God has extended towards you, that he is being merciful unto your unrighteousness and your sins, he will remember no more. Oh my God, that's Hebrews chapter eight. And you know that God is merciful towards me. Not only that, but God has given me grace. He has empowered me, bestowed his grace upon me to do what I could never do without him. And now he's given me a calling and I have a holy calling so that my life is not about me, it's all about him. And my calling is calling me on a daily basis. Then there's no way I can quit. You won't quit. You won't faint because you know that your power is not coming from you. You won't quit. You you won't faint because you know that it's God's super on your natural. Now under the old covenant, the spotlight was on man, and it was about man working for God, and I had to earn everything by the sweat of my brow, and I had to do this right and do that right, and if I didn't do everything right, then ooh, I was not gonna be blessed. And I have to do this, and I have to do that. But the whole purpose of the rules and the law and the old covenant was to get man to the end of himself to get man to realize that we need a savior. Well, guess what? That savior came and his name is Jesus. So now that we have Jesus, we have grace. The Bible says in John chapter one, that through Moses, Moses gave us the law. The law was ushered in through Moses, but grace and truth came in through Jesus Christ. Now, because of Jesus, I have grace. Because of Jesus, I'm filled with God's Spirit. So now I have God's Spirit, so I can know what God is leading me to do. Now I have a revelation of God's assignment for my life, my, and I know my calling is calling me. And so, so when I'm considering all of this, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm anointed by the Holy Spirit. I'm called according to God's working purpose for my life. I'm I'm not under the old covenant. I have the privilege of the new covenant. God is on me and in me and with me and for me. Then the text says, I can't quit. I can't faint. Come on now. If God is for me, He's more than the whole wide world against me. So why would I quit? I can't grow weary and well-doing when I'm when my youth and my grace and my mercy and everything is renewed on a daily basis. So I get up every morning knowing. That God is faithful towards me. That he's extending grace and mercy. That I have this privilege of the New Covenant Testament ministry. I can lift up the name of Jesus. I'm preaching Christ and him crucified. I'm walking in my divine assignment. I am who God says I am. I will do what God says I can do. I'm going to go wherever God leads me to go. And I'm going to say whatever God tells me to say when I get there. So there's no quit in me. I can't quit. I can't uh, uh, faint. I I am able to stand. Having done all to stand and I can withstand. I can overcome anything. And I only dealt with one verse today, man, this is going to be good. I'm telling you, this is going to be good. We're going to break down second Corinthians chapter four. We're going to go through all of this and it's going to be a blessing. I know I, I was excited for today. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this, speak this over your life. Say father, I thank you for leading me to level up in this season. I level up by thanking you daily. For your grace and mercy. Your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you, Father, for entrusting me with the new covenant ministry. I get to represent Jesus every day. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. You trust me with your spirit, your grace, your power, and your calling. I I get up every morning knowing that my calling is calling me. Therefore, I will never quit. I will never give up. I will never faint. There's too much waiting on me. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you get all my notes for free, right? So what a bargain, right? Like Eddie Murphy said, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button on the top right corner. Click on it, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I am excited about Second Corinthians chapter four. Come back tomorrow. We're going to walk through this. You might need to listen to this. If you get down today, listen to this again. It's going to build you back up. That's the power of the word of God. You can stand, withstand, overcome, anything. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. Do me a favor, go into the chat right now. If this message has been a blessing, leave me some comments in the chat. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.